go. Ready? Are you ready? Here we I go. Ready. Welcome to the Sunday Grind Podcast. We are two brothers. We have some good coffee, some explicit language. I am Matt, and with me is my brother Bob. Say hi. Howdy. 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 Uh, all right. Today is July 5th, the day after July 4th. The um, day after July 4th. Uh, national, July 4th was National Give Your Dog Trauma Day. Yeah. Or, pet, or, and, or pet, pet. and PTSD suffering yeah, day. Yeah. yeah, for the dogs. It was yeah, <sighs> fun. Yeah, yeah. My dogs, thankfully, do not care about the fireworks, which cool. was nice. So they weren't cool. traumatized, although... I know there are a lot on on uh, the My Neighborhood or whatever, the Nextdoor yeah. app. That's yeah. what it is, where people are complaining about uh, the... Why are people setting off fireworks? No, it's been, it's been like a month and a half of people yeah. setting off fireworks. Like just, oh. and it's not even... Thank you, BJ's and Costco for selling right, fireworks. Right, and, but it's not even, um, you know, like a show. It's just like one. Like a guy sticks his hand out, <laughs> out the window at night and just throws off a... Fucking firework. Yep. And, and like just enough to wake up the neighborhood, make all the dogs go crazy. Yep. yep. And the poor, the, you know, anybody in this area that's served in the military that's like traumatized by that kind of sound is, oh, they're, yeah. they're probably a wreck too. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we worked with, um, we worked with, I worked with Eric. Yeah. Uh, he's oh, yeah, the yeah. Marine. He was in Afghanistan, uh, uh, not Afghanistan. He was in Desert Storm. And uh, he talks about the 4th of July being pretty bad. He pretty much has to self-medicate. In other Oof. words, get drunk. Oh, <laughs> oh poor guy. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. don't think so. of it. We don't think of it because we, we weren't in the service. And right. We thank everybody who has been in the service because we. Well, I mean, it, it, it has nothing. It's not even that. I don't want to jump down that like patriotic thing. It's, well, no, it's, just, it's awesome that, that he served. Yes, and it's great. But, but it's more of a like, I mean, gunshots can, you know, can come from. A crime too, so right, people can yeah. be upset about that too. It's just any and how many of those last night were were not who could, were could or could have been gunshots. Well, hopefully it, none. <laughs> hey, you never know. Hopefully none. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So uh, here we are, the day after the fourth. I I didn't sleep very well because the fireworks were a little off putting. It didn't make me scared. I, it just kept waking me up. Right, right. All. So you didn't have you something know. to sit. You didn't have like a something to. Well, I realized that White my mattress noise. is now a diaper, so I you know, I pissed I pissed myself. <laughs> so the mattress I need a new mattress, okay. basically. So you know, all right. Well, uh, but hey, you know, it it's a very a, effective diaper. It lasted a year. We're good. <laughs> that's what that's what that memory foam is good for. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's let's get on to the uh, coffee stuff. Yes. Mm. God damn, Jimmy, this some serious gourmet shit. And then we should do the. I don't need you to tell me how fucking good my coffee is, okay? I'm the one who buys it. Yeah. I know how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. What are we drinking today, Bob? You you're uh, you purchased this. I went out and went to uh, Joe Bean Coffee, which is a roaster uh, in the city, and uh, I've always liked going there. They've always done a pretty good job with what they what they have. Smaller place, so they might run out of the stuff that you want or whatever, but you can get stuff online if anybody's interested. They do like a subscription service. Um, so I'm, te- I'm definitely a African coffee person. I like the coffee from that region. Yep. And, uh, when I saw that they had, uh, Ethiopia and I'm going to probably mangle the pronunciation of this Cochere, Cochere region. Okay. 
Anyway, I saw it. I was like, oh, I messaged them right away. And I was like, do you still have it? And they said, yep, it's coming off the roaster in like an hour. And I was like, hell yeah, I got to go get some. Super fresh. Yeah, super fresh. It is super delicious. So, yeah. So I'm going to read the description off the internet from their website. Uh, The Cochir region, located close to the legendary coffee town of Yirgashev, which is another popular one. You'll see that on a lot of coffees. It's good coffee is known for producing some of the finest coffees in the world. The indigenous heirloom varietals grown wild in the area are one of the contributing factors to making it so desirable. That, combined with extremely high-growing altitudes, some of the highest in the world, incredibly fertile soil, and an abundance of local knowledge contribute to making Cochir region truly stands out. I read that and I mangled that a little bit. But anyway, this particular coffee, a strong scoring, fully washed coffee, comes from the, here we go, Chelelectu wet mill, which is which processes coffee cherries from over 600 local small farms. Small-scale coffee producers bring their harvest to the mill, where it is then washed, graded by bean density, and lastly, dried in the sun on raised African beds before being shipped out. It's nice that they put them on beds, sun little dried. pillows for sun all the little sun. beans. Sun, yeah. Uh, so characterized blankets. by strawberry, lemon, and jasmine tea-like notes, this is a beautiful summertime cup. Uh, we encourage you to try it both as hot and as a cold brew. And be sure to check out the video on how to make a shaking cold brew coffee, <coughs> a creamy, sweet summertime treat. Enjoy uh, what is, do you think? It is you definitely can tell the cherries. It is it has a, a very lively cherry flavor with. And now that you're saying the lemon, well, I it's funny that they say strawberry and lemon, but you say cherry. Okay, strawberry cherry. <laughs> it's not the same. No, it's not the same at all. Strawberry. And I. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I have three hours of sleep. So, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. I. I think that uh, just the basic kind of like collection of the flavors in an African coffee to me is what makes it interesting. There is definitely a fruit flavor in there. Yeah, and it's and it's, uh, it's not overwhelming. It's not like slapping a face punch. It's it's back of the tongue for me. So back inside of the tongues. That's where my my taste buds taste it, and it's it's there and it's gone. It's not like. Yeah, you but know, it's a good flavor. It is. Oh yeah, it's it's very nice. It's very smooth. Very. There's no, nothing. I mean, it's. I, I shouldn't say nothing, but it's, it's a very nice flavor. Very nice coffee. Very smooth. Yeah, yeah. This is a darker roast, correct? Or is this a medium? Medium. No, roast? I. I. They don't. That like darker for them is like the lightest stuff that Starbucks does. You know, as far as like oh, roasting wow. stuff. Like, okay. I mean, they're they're um, they tend to like roast, I guess, based on. Each batch, right? Like, you know, which is gotcha. probably good. Um, they don't have like a set, like okay, you put the beans in and you time, you know, set it for this timer, and you come back and it you know, could be ruined. You know, they, I think they go, you know, uh, like hour, in, in, hour in, by hour. Well, or, I don't think it takes an hour, but it's in increments. They do. Um, um, do their testing and stuff. Yeah, checking, yeah. checking. Anyway. Um, so yeah, the uh, that's that. Yes. So uh, what's the next thing? The next is the topic of the week, we, of which the we week. need a uh, bumper for. So in the meantime, we're just gonna do nothing. We'll do a topic of the week. Topic la of la, week. la la, topic of the week. Which was? Oh my gosh, I forgot what it was. Um, whether you think we're gonna oh, like uh, shut, shut back down sh- because of the the people's response to the COVID down yeah. in the other. Areas Re, of the country. Re-shutting down. Yeah, so we're from New York, obviously. You could tell from 
our accents. Our upstate New York <laughs> accents. Um, actually, we did it. There was an act. There's an actual like accent. Um, uh, it can give you a region, and we're not. We're not like upstate New York. We're like mid Atlantic. Like we're so I have to do, I have to find the the website, but our, our, it's not. It has nothing to do with like state. It's more of like a regional accent, and okay. it's like, it's like, I forget what it, what they called it, but it's really funny because it talks about how you like pronounce certain words words, and it kind of like narrows it down, and it was pretty good. It was actually like damn accurate. So I have to try to find that, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, so yeah, and uh, our state did a pretty good job, I think, of, um, you know, trying to flatten the curve. Yep. And uh, as far as what, um, all the pictures and maps and stuff of what we're, uh, what I see, it looks like, you know, we've done a pretty damn good job. Us, I think, New Jersey and Connecticut, I think, were the three okay. states. They're all green, and then the rest of the country is like orange and red. <laughs> so, um. You know, and, and, you know, keep hearing in the news where, like, you know, they're opening up. God, you know, damn the torpedoes. We're going to open up anyway. And yeah. then they just close down two weeks later because the hospitals are overwhelmed. Guys, this is a serious thing. Like, I mean, you can not believe it if you want to not believe it, but it's it's happening. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen to you, you should consider yourself lucky. You know, I mean, you know, so far, like knock on knock on wood, you know, I haven't had it. I don't think. Yeah, I could have and didn't know it. Right, but I would feel so badly if I gave it to our parents or somebody older and right. oh, yeah. they died. Like that would just that would kill me. Yeah, you can <coughs> say the same thing about the flu, but the flu is not as deadly. The flu is not as contagious. The flu is not as indiscriminate. As fast. And we have, whether you want to debate its efficacy or not, we've got a flu shot too, which right. could could prevent it. You know, we don't have a, we don't have anything yet for this thing. Right. So, but what do you think? I mean, do you, what do you see? You see us closing down again or do you uh, think? I don't think we, uh, well, we may close down. If we do, it's going to be later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but we, as far as the state and I mean, uh, we work at the same company. Our company was actually pretty, pretty on top of things really quickly. I don't think they were, but go ahead. Uh, I, well, to me, it seemed like it. I mean, it's just, we went, we went in one day there, you know, we're working regular hours and it was, then we're doing a split. Yeah, we're doing a, a overlap of shifts and then it was, then we were not doing, you know, it was, you know, you hit, instead of, uh, we were working eight straight eight. We instead of working, we work eight and a, you know we work eight and a half hours, or we're at the plant for eight and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we went from we worked straight eights. That's what it was supposed to be, straight yeah. eight. You know, eight hours. You go you go in at this time and leave at this time, and yep. then it, then it turned into you go in at this time and you leave at this time, and the next shift comes in an hour later, and the sh- the, the first shift, the shift that you relieve, was here an hour previous. You know, yeah, they, they had left an hour previous, so it's like we so were, it was like an overlap. You didn't really see there, anybody. No, there was no overlap. You didn't yeah. see anybody except for supervisors, which I think is still weird because you know what? This, I mean, supervisors still going to carry it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, it doesn't, uh, doesn't matter if they're it, in an office. That's what I'm saying. They on paper it looked good, but right. I don't. In reality, it didn't. In my opinion, um, you know, them trying to do what they had to do as fast as they did, you know. In a week. I mean, they did it within a week. Because I, I remember yeah. we worked two days regular shift, and then the rest of the week we did 
We yeah, and seven, you know why? It was seven. because the management got nervous. As soon as management had to come out on the floor and interact with us, they got nervous. That's when they implemented all that crap. Right. I, I, I really, I'm very cynical about that place right now. I've had some interactions with some of the people in higher management, and I'm just like, you guys were just doing this so you don't get sued if somebody gets sick. That's yep. all you're doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and and it, you know, so we work we work for GM. I mean, it's not a not a uh, uh, secret a secret, and they've it's also not a secret that they've also closed down a couple of plants down in Texas, and I think they I think they well, they closed it the, down. This is the first time hearing. I, I but I yeah. also I, I'm not I'm not a big like listen to the news, watch the news, check everything. Yeah, out, no, this know. is more of a. It happened a few days ago. They they closed down one in Texas, I think, and they're okay. talking about closing down all the plants in Texas because there's there's a couple, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, because of this, and if that happens, then there's you know that's the end of the supply chain for everybody. So for that's us, that's least. where everything funnels in. Right. For so us, we go, we can make we make the top end top part of the engine the manifolds. Right, but the the what I'm getting at is, is yep. eventually we're going to run out of space to store the stuff, yep. and they're going to run out of you know if they're not receiving any parts, then what are we going to do? So, right, I have a feeling you know even if it doesn't directly affect us, it's going to affect us in the you know, like the tangential right, like yeah. you know, six six weeks or so down. The we road. might have to not work, yeah, and it's going to be the South's fault. Rise of the North. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not the Rise of the North. <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway. I'm kidding. Uh, no, it uh, sucks. Yeah. It sucks because. I've, you know, this this whole thing, you know, I've I've brought it up to our, my old supervisor prior to this that uh, seeing um, upper management, you know, they, uh, they, they're stressing us to not stand, not hang around, not coming in early, not, you know, not interacting with other people, but upper management. Our human resource, one a person specifically in our human resources, is uh, you know at at three forty five would be is walking around saying hi to all his little girlfriends and buddies wow. on yeah. the on the floor. You could say that about any any of the people that are that mobile though, like the the the, the, but the, the thing, ones that supply the departments with stuff. Right, but so. he you know being being upper management or being part of the management team, you know, you should be smarter than that. Yes. That's and what he, I think is happening. He's not. he's not. And it's like, it's, it's irritating. And it's like, you bring it up to somebody, well, you know, they our our, our immediate supervisors want us to spot unsafe acts. Well, I think, you know, him walking around, that's yeah. an unsafe act. And it's well, just like, you guys, you, I understand you guys got to work 10 hours, but under this type of thing, under this type of, of protocol. Yeah, maybe don't spread everything around. Well, no, it's get your work done in GTFO, man. Right. I'm sorry. And that, that's what I think is happening is is even though we're trying to be as careful as we can be, we're all we're all getting com- too, a little too comfy. Oh, yeah. Like masks coming off and we're not sanitizing the way we're supposed to. And and it's just it's just human nature. We get comfortable. You know, oh, this isn't we're, you know, at, we're not getting sick, so it must be OK. And then you kind of ease off. And then, yep. oh, you yeah. know, and so then I think it's going to happen a, a hit, couple then of it, times. Then it's going to hit. And you're going to be like, what the hell? What? How, right. do, we, how do we? Yep. How and then I, we're going to shut down get, again. How did I get this? Well, have you been sanitizing stuff? Have you been cleaning, you know, washing hands? And, well, you know, there's that one time that I didn't. It's like, no, it's, it's not that one time. It's one It's one time when everybody doesn't do it and everybody yeah. doesn't. And that's what I'm getting at is I think I think it's going to get to a point where before before the end of the summer, I think it's going to it's going to kind of have a resurgence 
Yeah, and hopefully we'll be ready for it. Hopefully New York is, you know, has learned from it. And I think, you know, say what you want about Cuomo. Uh, he, I think he did a pretty damn good job with, with pushing as fast as he did, pushing as fast as he did, trying to get, you know, the supplies that he could getting the word out, saying to people like, Hey, if you help us now, cause we need it, we'll help you guys when you guys need it, which is, I'm hoping he stuck to that too. And sent, you know, the, the, the nurses and doctors that, that could travel out to help the, the people that are needing it right now. So yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, yeah there's my, my wife is right now. My wife is, you know, she's on that kick of, uh, let me, let's try to get, pick up as many, uh, disinfectant wipes as we can bottles yeah. of my my mother-in-law has apparently has a stockpile of it of course she, does, she, she, does. Does, she doesn't go anywhere but she has a stockpile of lysol wipes um yeah. i haven't been able to find any <coughs> i've still got mount reed wegmans has them they have that's not lysol they're disinfectant wipes it's whatever doesn't matter uh-huh. as long as i mean i don't have any i should have looked yesterday when i was there but anyway yeah. go ahead so, um, she, so there's she has a stockpile. I, my wife feels that uh, right around flu season, and she's been reading stuff online. Maybe right around flu season, we'll probably see a, a, an insurgence of it again, or a resurgence. Or, 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 excuse me, a resurgence of it. Um, and uh, you know, you're gonna learn how to talk good English. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, me, good America. <laughs> Um, Spe- hold on. Side note: the 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 one of the two dictionary companies, I think it was Merriam-Webster, finally put in the word "irregardless," which is not a word. They finally is, made isn't it. Isn't it two? It's it's regardless. Okay, it's regardless. Yeah, not irregardless. What the hell is people just people just started using it? You can say irrespective or regardless, but you can't say irregardless. And uh, but all of a sudden, it has become a word now on the dictionary, what the which hell? is just going to show you how fucking stupid we're becoming. Anyway, <sighs> so yeah, that's a nice depressing little thing. So yeah, it's gonna. Oh, I think before the end of the summer, it's gonna it's gonna come back. Like the first wave is gonna come back, and then I think that. Uh, there might be a, like a small quiet in the storm before it has like a, a round two. I mean, right. If you look at the data, like our our coronavirus cases are, are going through the roof where the rest of the world is like back down because they did it right. Yeah. They, they shut down. They said, okay, we don't care about the economy, which is the fucking dumbest thing in the world. You can't serve or make people buy shit if they're dead. Right. So like just... T- you know, bite the bullet for six months, lock everything down, get this thing taken care of, and then everybody can. I know, yeah, it's hard. Nobody wants to hear that, but yeah, it's the truth. We have our we have our rights and freedoms here. Yeah, America. like all of a sudden, like oh, I'm oppressed because I have to wear a fucking mask in a grocery store. Fucking idiots. Anyway, uh, so we can move on to the uh, what we're into, right? The consumption corner. Consumption corner. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, excuse me, how did you guys get your hands on this game? Someone sent it to us. Have you played it? I invented Cones of Dungeon. You're the architect? Yeah, right. And I'm the alchemist of the hinterlands. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be an alchemist of the hinterlands. The hinterlands is a shadow kingdom that can only sustain a provost or a denier. He's right. Yeah. Pro- provost or a denier. Yep. <laughs> if you even know what that is. You don't. Nope. <laughs> they did re I, I think I told you this. They did backwards engineer that yes. game 
from watching the show. Oh my gosh, that's funny. So it's actually a thing. Uh, so let's see. <coughs> another week, another week of distractions and rabbit holes in our brain, and what we can say we've gotten into. So what have you, what have you been into this week? I watched. Uh, I've been watching Chasing Monsters on Netflix. It's about a gentleman who goes around around the world, different areas, and uh, fishes for these giant fish. Is that the guy that has the nope fish? <laughs> uh, he probably does. He probably has <laughs> it's caught. Probably one. this guy. He yeah. probably has caught one of those nope nope fish. But he has gone to. It's a joke fish, yeah. but yeah, uh, no. But he has gone to. Uh, he was in Oklahoma and getting um, catching uh, giant bullheaded catfish. He was in the uh, Amazon catching uh, some other huge. <laughs> I mean, we're talking two hundred pounds, hundred ten feet long. Yeah. Yeah, the nope fish. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar to that. That's a nope fish. It yeah. can be found in the waters of the. I'll never go there in the screw that a stand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, he's you know, alligator guards in in Texas. You know, they're they have like basically they're these long like ten foot fish that have snouts that look like alligators. Oh. So they and they have sharp teeth. Oh. Uh, and to catch. One of the fish that you have to catch, you actually have to go in the Amazon. You have to go fishing for piranha, so you have to fish per, for piranha. Oh, then cut them up, and then that sounds you, use the use the piranha as bait for this bigger fish. That sounds like something I'll never fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's you know he's getting in you know he's, he's he's got you know obviously he's probably got some very very serious fishing gear, and. You know, he's got a... Like know. chain armor? <laughs> uh, I think one of, actually one of the one of the episodes, he, was, he wasn't he was even using a fishing pole. He was using inch and a half rope. Because, you know, that's what you use for with fishing. A, with a, like, tw- I think he said it was a 20-gauge hook. Dude, it was about the size of my pinky. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know... Because that's it, the kind of I fish should, I should, I should, you yeah. to. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was... Uh, yeah, it's, but, you know, he catches it, and he's, like, looking at it, and he's like, this is, oh, you know, he pulls it up, and he's, you know, holding this thing. It's 200 pounds of fish and muscle and just. Do you eat it, it or does he put it back? Oh, no, he, what he does is, his thing is, it's it is kind of cool. I like it. He he catches it. Ah, he gets a pic, you know, gets his pictures, gets his, you know, gets a video camera and everything like that, takes the hook out, kisses the, kisses the fish on the top of the head, and sends him on his way. Very humane. You know, very. Uh, and some some of the stuff he does, he's doing for research as well. So he goes, you know, he'll do stuff. He'll catch a fish. He might he'll clip the very tip of their uh, one of their fins for DNA testing for research down in Brazil because he does a lot of he does fishing. Okay, he does fishing in Brazil. Hey, well, all right, well. Um, so it's like they need to figure out you know DNA f- because they have a certain type of fish that's being uh, fished illegally. But you can also farm raise them as well, so they want to make sure that the fish that are farm raised aren't getting out into the wild. So they have, and there's two different DNAs. It's pretty interesting. You got to, if yeah, I can imagine that. I can imagine because you don't want to have the two mix because like one is like designed genetically more for consumption, and the other is more f- like nature, like yeah, natural, whatever. Yeah. And that's kind of scary in itself if you think about it. But it, whatever, there is a black market. Apparently, apparently, there's a black market for these this type of fish down in Brazil, and it's like if it's not tagged. They have to have a tag of a certain thing, and 
before they could sell it on the mar- at the fish market. But huh. And he did a they did a whole like bus police busting the guy prior to him going out fishing for this guy or fishing for these fish. Really? Yeah. Kind of interesting. It was just one of those. Hey, it was on. Let me see what's going on. It's three o'clock in the morning. Let me figure out because <laughs> I work third shift. So, anyways, what are, what are you into? What have you been doing? Cones of Dunshire again? Or no? What I uh, I started watching. Whoops. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love net uh, repair shop. The repair shop. Oh yeah, the what the British one. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, watched, I got I watched, into that. I watched it, it over the over Christmas. It's sadly, well, not sadly. It's 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 satisfying. Yeah, it's it's kind of. Um, I watched it very skeptically, like, oh, here we go. But then I really got into like, like I don't know, it like how they made this a show. It's kind of funny because they try to add some suspense to it because you know, before they come back in, we have to finish the blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah. come on, like you're 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 stapling a fucking cushion to a bench. Like it's not a race, <laughs> you know. But yeah. yeah. I get that that's the entertainment part of it. Yeah. But the other side of it is the like how they're actually restoring a lot of the stuff. And it was Re- um, restoring memories for some of these people that have been Yeah. No, it was really cool. Wasn't there one that was a uh, uh, either a teddy or a doll from like World War Two from this lady? I haven't gotten oh, that far oh, in yet. Oh, you haven't gotten that far. No, but the, it's like a half an hour, you know, chunks oh, of yeah. your time and it's really interesting stuff and I've only gotten a few episodes in, but uh but I was really like it was weirdly satisfying and weirdly entertaining. Like yeah, it's because the, the main guy, the main uh, gentleman there, the uh, one that like pawns off all the work to everybody else. Yeah. And then sits there and like <laughs> well, sips tea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you're sitting like, man, you do, do, do a whole lot of nothing, man. But he's actually, a, he's a, a, a furniture. He's a more furniture expert where he does like upholstery. Oh, look at that. I hate Netflix. Hate Netflix's interface. Okay. Uh, um, he he yeah he's more of an upholstery, f- uh, sewing. Uh, uh, I don't know the name that I don't know the proper terminology for that, but he does like more you know fabrics and sewing and sure and upholstery and he you know he he hems and you know f- tailor. I don't know if that would be a correct term because I I well whatever maybe, anyway he maybe, works on yeah, that stuff yeah. Where it's like some of these people bringing in like clocks, and there's a guy who does clocks and small cars, and there's another yep. guy who does uh, he does woodworking, woodworking, then, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got the like that polite British woman who just like does all the odds and ends stuff, yeah. Like she paints like the numbers on the clock and shit, and, yeah. And she's all like, I don't know, I don't like this is busy work, you know. She makes it sound like it's the worst thing in the world, and I'm like, you're painting numbers on a clock face, come on, like. But whatever. Yeah. It's but it's fun Jeez. to watch. It's 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 sad, uh, satisfying. Yeah. That's there's the way uh, to say it. I think there's one that she rep- she actually repairs this really beautiful painting and brings out colors and stuff. The guy's like, I haven't seen those colors before. It's like, yeah. you know, she's gone through and cleaned it all off correctly. Yeah. <clears throat> restored the painting and also has there's a there was a gouge in it. She fixes it. And she's like, you don't even know what's there. It's like. Well, that's yeah. you know, hopefully that's what my job, you know, that's what she does is her job. So yeah. So anyway, so yes, you know I, what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's I've, a pretty cool show, and that's what I was kind of getting getting into. So you want to be the guy who pawns everything off? <sighs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. All right then. Well, looks like we're uh, we're just about done then for this yeah. week, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get it out of here. That's a wrap. Yep. We want to thank you, listeners, for listening with your ears. Yes. Thank you. You can find us on Instagram at 
Sunday Grind Pod, Twitter at Sunday Grind Pod, Facebook Sunday Grind Podcast. If you hear, if you're hearing this, show, give us a shout out. You know? Yeah, we'd appreciate it. We'll shout you out. Yeah, like you know, even if you have a suggestion, suggestion of stuff, we have no problem. We'll do. We'll uh, we'll analyze it and then throw it away in the garbage. No, just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, we do. We will have a uh, website up, and our, our work is done by, by Brianna Wardwell. Our music is produced and made by me, by Bob, Robert, and used with my permission. Yes, in Crazy Dog Media Studios. Yes, is that it? And just remember, no one does a podcast at seven a.m. on Sunday mornings. I know it's more like who the fuck gets up at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> to make a podcast. We do. That's us. Yes. Take care, guys. See you next week. See you next week.